0: You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock.
1: What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob, and I am back with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I'd like to thank you oh so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, go ahead and pick your social media app of choice and send them a well-crafted DM telling them thank you recommending you to me i don't even know what that was just now was that my playstation 5 making shenanigans oh shit but anyway speaking of social media <laughs> you can go ahead and find the random ramblers with rob on various social media platforms to include twitter at 3r show instagram at the 3r show twitch twitch.tv forward slash 3Rshow and you can find this very interview that you're listening to in video form on YouTube. Just search 3 Show. Now, joining me for this edition is Dan I. L. Smith. <laughs> Danielle Smith. You know, if you're a long time listener of the show, you know I have a problem pronouncing names both foreign and domestic. So we have a whole conversation about the pronunciation of her name earlier on in our interview. You're gonna hear that here shortly, and um, just me being ignorant and dumb. I mean, I'm a I'm a face person. And, you know, if I see your face, you know, long time, one time, or more than once, I remember you visually, but uh, not so much, you know, by name and whatnot. I'm just terrible with names. My memory is bad, and it's just a bunch of shenanigans with me. It's my fault. But we talk about her company the one that she founded the one that she is the ceo of soundbag now before you start to get to googling and searching and everything it's not sound with a d is sound s o u n bag so we get into a history lesson about the word sound and everything so you know i'm probably still pronouncing it wrong because i'm internally I'm putting the D on it, Yeah, but you know how I put that D on it, you know how to get extra basial bassy for you, I wouldn't talk about that D, but anyway, (laughs) we talk about a company soundbag, and how she started, how how hip hop has influenced her brand, and just, we shoot the ship, we both Arieses, Arieses, Arieses? The plural of Ares. We both one of them. So <laughs> we have a great conversation and I'm glad that you joined me for this edition of the Random Rambles with Rob. Featuring Danielle Smith. Also a reminder that um, I will not be sticking around at the end of this episode or whatever. I got the the goodies up front and whatnot. Um, I'm tuning in, getting ready to see uh, Jake Paul and Nate Robinson fight boxing for whatever reason, all in preparation of watching the Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight. So 2020 is weird. And uh, (laughs) yeah, so uh, I appreciate you for tuning in for this episode. You got some goodies coming up your way. Check out Soundbag.com, uh, follower on Instagram and Twitter and all this stuff. All that stuff is in the show description. And don't forget to check out the sponsors. Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. You can go to Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Etsy.com, and you can order you some mean green spice machine. I don't, I don't, yeah, but you can get some Hooks, Rubs, and Spices for your meats, your vegetables, whatever you want to put it on. Just don't use it. Uh, anally, or vaginally, or you know, get it around your pee hole and your nutsack. That's that's bad business. Don't don't do none of that. But if it floats your boat, you like that kind of that smoky burn, <laughs> that smoky sweetness. Uh, have at it. You know, it, that's that's all on you. You can get it some um hooks rub style. But um, also. Go to randomrob.com to find out more information about the show and find different ways to help support it and help it grow. There's a merchandise sale going on right now. Everything is applied automatically. 35% off all hats, 18% off all shirts, and 5% off all other things on randomrob.com. And that sale is going on till December 2nd. You know, might extend it a couple of days, but... It's going on right now, as you hear this recording on a Sunday. But if it's Wednesday, you might be a little too late, or you might be right on time. When, what is Wednesday? Let me check my calendar. Let me check my Palm Pilot. Uh, uh, player, a uh, player. No, Wednesday is the last day. Wednesday is the last day. So if you are listening Wednesday, you got till the stroke of midnight to get a uh, get you some merch, baby, at a discounted rate. But the most important way that you can help support this show and any other podcast that you listen to is by liking, subscribing, sharing with your friends, sharing with the internet, and uh, writing those reviews. So with that being said, here's another edition of the Round, Round with Rob featuring Danielle Smith. I haven't said her name like 38,000 times. Dan I-L. All right, I got you loud and clear. <coughs>
0: Loud and clear. I was sitting somewhere else, and I was like, "Well, this is a nice little random conversation. Let me just get comfortable."
1: <laughs> it was also a learning experience. If you ever had to do a Zoom meeting again? You know what you got to do. Yes. All right. Turn this down some now, because I hear you too loud and clear. <laughs> okay. Good. Awesome. So, how are you doing?
0: Good. I'm maintaining in all this madness. I would uh I have to say that I was um looking forward to a, a random conversation.
1: <laughs> yes, very well. Yeah.
0: Makes you stay in the present moment.
1: Yes. Um so I'm weird.
0: Me too. And
1: um <laughs> I can't pronounce people's name foreign and domestic. And now look at the name. And the I is fucking me up right now. So is it Danielle or what?
0: Yeah, that's how you spell Danielle. I've never had anyone ask me that, but that's awesome.
1: I don't know. The I is just like, uh, Dan-I-L? I I was like, what is this?
0: (laughs) The I is kind of silent or sounds like a Y.
1: And then it would be like, Danielle.
0: (laughs) You know what? I answer to them all. And I actually have a friend that, when she calls me, she says, Hello, Dan IL. <laughs>
1: so. I ain't the only one, so I don't feel too bad.
0: No.
1: All right. I'm almost ready. So what is like what six over there?
0: Yeah.
1: How has your afternoon been?
0: Good, I can't complain.
1: And you should. Because it can always be worse. It
0: can always be worse. It can always be worse. All right. We got
1: Soundbag. We got Daniel here. You're originally from the Caliway, right?
0: Yeah, I grew up out here. Um, I was born in D.C., moved around a lot. My dad was just a, a, a man that believed in opportunity, following opportunity. So we landed out here. When, uh, when I was 11, starting, I think, seventh grade. Okay. So I feel like those are your, you know, impressionable years. That's when you learn how to drive, all that. So that's kind of where I claim, but I'm kind of from everywhere. I lived in Texas a little bit, lived in Chicago. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, man about the world. So he, he bring his family along with him for the ride.
0: Right, right. So,
1: Similar situation here I, I retired from the military in 2016, so I mean I've done the same thing to that ex- to a certain extent you know mm-hmm. I had to go to wherever they sent me and then I had to drag them all along with me and whatnot so I mean I got three kids, and they're born in three different states
0: right they're, okay
1: they're Louisiana freaking North Carolina and georgia okay yeah it's just it's fun sometimes, but a lot of times it sucks at some points but
0: Builds yeah. character. Make sure. Makes you, sure. you well rounded, because you always have to get somewhere and meet new people. You just got to get it, get it together. Yeah. I know how to move though. I know how to pack and move fast.
1: <laughs> exactly. You know, when we moved into this house here, this is supposedly the the forever home or whatever that we in right now. So, you know, maybe we win the lottery or we hit some big money somewhere. I mean, <laughs> but this is where we're gonna wind up staying. So okay. it's just like. When we moved from the other place to here, it's just we didn't really give a shit. We just like, well, this is gonna be the last place we got to move. We we're just throwing stuff in the back of the U-Haul, just like ah ah, <laughs> just packing it all up. Just I think we did everything in a day. We oh woke, wow! We woke up that morning, packed up a, a freaking five bedroom house, and just was gone. Plus, we didn't want to pay extra on that lease, so no, right. that was an extra yeah. incentive. <laughs>
0: We gotta go today. I'm not getting no pro rate.
1: (laughs) But I mean, and through, you know, you growing up and everything, all these different places and all your travels and everything, um, obviously you are influenced in your designs and all this other stuff like that. I mean, what was the catalyst for that? I mean, was your father an artist or your mother or somebody like that close to you or is it just something you picked up?
0: I feel like I've always been an artist and kind of didn't know it till late. like when i even was like i think i'm going to go to fashion school my friends was like yeah that makes sense you're such an artist and i was kind of like <laughs> i am <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know um but i will say this my mom has always been very creative um she uh she, she would decorate she would do all kinds of thing all kinds of things and then my grandmother um was a jewel, a sample jewelry designer in new york for years um and so I think I get it from on both sides from, cause it was my dad's mother. Um, I think I definitely get it both from both of them. Yeah. And they're both very fashion oriented. So um, that's where the, the fashion really started it. Yeah.
1: So pops be flying stuff like um, pops on boomerang and everything. You, you oh, open yeah. up the code and be accessorizing. You got to coordinate.
0: Yeah. He's not that bad, but <laughs> me and my mom, we'll go to the mall with him and we get tired and sit, in the food court waiting
1: on him. Oh man, that's that's he weird got to hear. In the
0: closet that's like I'm
1: like are you serious? <laughs> that, yeah, that that's weird to hear right now cuz I mean it's reversed here. It's just like my wife is about that life and I'm the one sitting in the corner like, yo. And that's a, you know that's usually the stereotype too, you know? You know the the yeah. woman is all in there, she's into all the fashion, she got to have all the shoes, the bags, the purses, all the stuff and we just sit there in the waiting room, sitting on the couch, just like, can I go home now? I just want to watch the football game or whatever the case may be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, my dad liked to be, as he would put it, I want to be clean. I want to be clean. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know. It's just, um, from the time that I was old enough to work, I, I had a job. So, you know, cause I wanted to have my own money. And so I think I was brainwashed at a young age because you know, working in that field, because, you know, you can work when you're 16, so fast food places and things like that. You got to wear a uniform. Right. Though so I was always we- used to wearing the same shit every day. And then that school, to an extent, you got to wear a uniform, depending on what kind of school you go to. You got to wear the same shit every day. Then I wind up joining the military. Then I got to wear the same shit every day.
0: <laughs> oh, true. So you just like, whatever.
1: <laughs> and then I get out, I retire, then I get a job and I wear a uniform and I wear the same shit every day. So, so I don't know. Is it, I guess it's indoctrinated, you know.
0: Is that a Sir John T-shirt?
1: What? I, I have no clue what you're speaking about.
0: Wow, ah, I like it.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's the homie. I, I I rep for him very hard.
0: No, yeah, but love Sir John. He's so talented, like incredibly talented.
1: I think he just realizing it too.
0: Yeah. 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 I know. See
1: it's similarities between you both as well. It's just like you, you're realizing your potential and everything, and you're making something of it. And then he's just coming into his awakening right now. I, he know he got talent, but he just seeing the full picture now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we get back to uh, some uh, A scary place, but it's 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 reminding yourself that you know the, to go within. Mm-hmm. And, and I think this pandemic surprisingly uh is making a lot of people do that and you're learning a lot so so
1: i mean let's talk about your business a sound bag and everything i mean this is everything from your mind and everything you you sew the bags you do all the things business which the journey looked like it started in uh 2014 right
0: it did yeah so i was living in yonkers Mm -hmm. and um uh it's always weird to tell this story. So my ex, because I'll be like, "Oh, he was my friend, Oh, blah, blah, blah. whatever, my boyfriend at the time." <laughs> he was on the road. He's he's a, a produ- music producer. Mm. He was on the road touring, and I had I was out of school. I was working for a shoe company, um, in uh, in in the fashion district. They had layoffs. I was the last one in, so I was the first one to go, and. Um, so then I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I started making accessories myself, just like belts and little purses and selling them on online. And um, one time when he was home about to go out, he was like, you know, you should make me a bag. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just started just whenever I had time or felt like it or, you know, um, and I for, first I was like, well, what do you want to go in the bag? Because that's kind of how my mind works. Like even when I was in um, – assess a uh, design school at FIT, like some of the girls and uh, I can't just say girls, some of the students, cause it's men and women. Um, they could just have the design in their head and just sketch it. Yeah. And I'm don't work that way. I have to know what needs to go. What are we using this for? Mm-hmm. And then make it around that. And then I have to make it to make it make sense. So I'm just hands on that way. Yeah. So, um, so he's, told me what he wanted to go in the bag i made the bag i made like a prototype and then i made an actual one and i don't even i I don't even know what happened to that one but he posted it on um instagram and just took off from there and i literally for a year people would call and say, you should do this. You should do this. We want to work with you. And I was just like, no, 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 I'm not doing this. I'm scared. No, I'm going to get taken. Like it was, (laughs) (laughs) it was a hot mess. And it was only myself because yes, everything in the world could go wrong, but at the same time, then it goes wrong and you fix it. Like that's just, that's how life works. But Um, we make excuses until we run out of excuses. So I made a lot of excuses until I finally ran out of excuses and was like, okay, I'm, I'm tired of you (laughs) (laughs) in the mirror. I'm tired of you. What are we going to do? And then, um, I decided that, uh, one, um, I just kind of kept working on the design because then once once you make something, you're like, oh, that doesn't really work well.
1: <laughs> Got to make the improvements and
0: everything. Right, so did that um, in the process. Um, then I moved here because um, being from here, I always knew I was going to come back here. Um, and the winners in New York were getting Oh crazy.
1: no, yeah. Uh, I mm-mm.
0: Yeah, we had two winners where one, it was like in the teens, for a whole month. And then the next winter, it literally snowed. And as soon as the snow would melt, it snow again. And I was just like, I, I gotta go, <laughs> I, I gotta go. We gonna be, we are gonna do this long distance thing. <laughs> so I just, I moved and once I moved here, interestingly enough, and I think the weather actually, I'm definitely affected. I'm one of those people that's affected by the weather. And um, I think it it just helped me feel like I can I can do this, and I just everything started to fall into place. And um, even down to the ma- the my liaison that's in China that man helped me manufacture them is um, worked with me. He was the product manager and designer at the shoe company that I work for in New York. Crazy. So he ended up moving to China, and he reached out, and I was like, oh he was like, let me know if anybody's looking for, you know, sh- uh, sh- manufacturers for shoes or bags. And I was like, Oh, well, and then, then Guess now what
1: happened.
0: <laughs> right. And then now I have this person that I trust because that was my biggest thing about um, working and getting things manufactured because so often people steal your designs. Um, or I heard plenty of stories in, school where people would find manufacturers in China. They'd send it over here and then they'd be like, Oh yeah, you owe us another 10,000 or we're not going to release it from customs. Yeesh. What do you do? Yeah. That product, <laughs> you know? So, um yeah. That was, that's kind of how that went. And then, um, and by that time, you know, Instagram had grown bigger mhm Facebook was doing more with products and stuff. So it just seemed like everything kind of um, fell into place. And um, me and my boyfriend at the time, were still, I mean, we're still very good friends and um, we still work together on this um, in different ways. Like it's my baby, but we cross promote. um, And just encourage each other. He's like one of my, uh, shoot, he's like a confidant. And I call, I call him like, let me tell you what happened, you know. <laughs> so, and, and and then we call each other when we have good news, you know. So it's really it's um good to have that support for sure. Yeah. But I mean, he's a big part because um him being in the industry, he told me what was needed in the bag. You know, I'm not a producer. Yeah. And then once we launched, everybody he knows and all his – um, his people like just help push it and it was it ended up being very awesome for us.
1: Word. So I mean I know you you um, said you kind of catered the bag to his needs at the time and whatnot you know yeah. the overall design shape what can go in it and all kinds of stuff and um, I look at some of the pictures here I mean that is a very flexible bag there it's just like I mean we got wine bottles in here I just oh, so yeah. have to be drinking some wine out of my cup
0: Oh, I should have had some wine. I might have to take the computer with me. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's the interesting thing is I made it for a specific purpose, but then once we, um, when once I started thinking like, okay, we got to market this and, you know, yes, producers, 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 but then I was using it. And then my mom and dad were like, well, we want a bag. And then different people were um, saying, well, this is how I'm using the bag. And I was like, oh, he's like, it's, it's a large computer bag as well. So, yeah, yeah, it kind of just started to formulate. I had one, um, my barista who, you know, you go in the coffee shop and you end up chatting with people and he always had a good playlist on. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, you know, what's this, this come find out. He's a music producer.
1: Word.
0: So he helped me and a photographer. So he helped me with some of the marketing and, um, and, like, social media in the beginning as well. And then he had a baby, and he started using it as a baby bag. I've seen like, that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's
0: kind of cool, because men, when when men have the kids and men...
1: Camouflage, have- yeah, just...
0: Yeah.
1: It's not a diaper bag.
0: <laughs> and it's cool. So, yeah, it's kind of a... Uh, it's kind of... It just keeps kind of moving.
1: Now, when I first seen the bag and everything, because it, it was uh, through... Uh, the work with you and sir john lee doing the uh, false profit uh collaboration and oh everything.
0: yeah the challenge
1: and not all, only that um as going through your profile and just looking at some of the things that you do you also cross promote with other artists and everything which I, I feel is you know smart because it's kind of themed toward them and everything even though it's multifaceted and whatnot but to have um almost like your own showcase and whatnot
0: yeah that kind of just came about with people reaching out. And then it really touched my heart in a sense of like, because I was this no- artist that didn't know I was an artist. So um, I felt like I want to be that person who encourages other people to like, you can do it. Don't, this is what you, like you're, this is, you were called to do it for a reason. Like this is calling you for a reason, so do it. Cause there's so many naysayers, you know, why you want to do that? Why, you can't do that. You can't make no money off that. Like there's so many that, um, yeah, I want, I don't want to, I want to be on the other side of that, the, the, that company in person that said you can do it. I, like I'm a, I am the biggest cheerleader and I used to be a cheerleader, but I'm like, <laughs> I just like to cheer people on because, um, cause it feels, one, it feels good. You know, if if it, it feels good to, um, shine some light and be positive for people. Um, And when you're trying to do something that being an artist, sorry about that. Um, Being an artist is so, it's a bit exposing, you know? Yeah. You know, you you make something and then you put it out there and it's going to be judged. Of course, we don't make it because... Uh, what we want people to say, we're making it because it's in there and it's just got to get out. But then, you know, l- we all grew up in this world. And then we, we remember like, oh, shit, people are going to like <laughs> go in. They're going to be nice people, mean people. And it, it's just it's just um, a matter of building really thick skin. And it's hard yeah. because a lot of us, a lot of artists are sensitive. That's what makes us artists, you know, yeah. and I fight with it because if I, if I get in the mode of, I don't give a fuck. Oh, that's a whole nother Danielle. That's not love and light. No.
1: That's Daniel.
0: that's Danny B. Oh shit. So if this, but you know, it feels better to be in an encouraging space.
1: And yeah, I, I feel that because um, anybody that I have on the show is just a person that I would tout for. I mean, you you joined that esteem company as well. You yeah. know, I mean, Sir John Lee is there, obviously. And it's just like, I believe in these people. Are they, they hold my interest in a thing that I'm interested in as well. So, right. you know, that's the type of people that I gravitate toward. That's the type of people that I like to have on the show because I feel like their message needs to be heard, you know, and- I have a platform and I feel like I have some type of a responsibility to be that voice for those people, you know, whenever they need that help or that push. You're running me
0: into that for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But the only thing, the only one thing that I'll say about your bag that I was upset about that Mm -hmm. I was upset about, Um, I know you're going to make millions of dollars off of it. And you're going to make improvements and enhancements and everything, but the freaking the pad on the front, the logo joint, it, it it don't it don't make no beats. I was I was upset that, about it. You know <laughs> You're
0: not the first person to say that.
1: I know, but that's what I as soon as i seen seen, I was like, oh, you can make beats on this motherfucker. I was like, oh, it's too
0: it. much. That is doing way too much. Yeah, it then, is. Then the price is gonna go up.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So
1: well, it's gonna go up when you get a claim anyway. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> start start now. <laughs> but I mean, what what was the I mean. A lot of um, music influenced this bag and everything, and uh, producers and artists and everything like that. So, what made you stick with that or go with that logo?
0: Because that is so the the actual machine that goes in the bag. That like when I when I went to ski and was like, "Hey, what's going in the bag that you want me to make this bag for?" Um, he was like, "This," and it's it was an MPC. Mm-hmm. It was the um, Native Instruments. Uh, MK2. Yeah.
1: So- I don't know the, the exact nomenclature of it. I know you broke it down, but every time I see a thing with the buttons, I say, that's the beat machine. I already... <laughs>
0: so it's the beat machine. So that's like, I had made the shape and everything, and I was like, it's missing something. It's missing something. And then um, we we had um, the replacement pads for his other machines, because, you know...
1: Yeah, was, oh, drumming on it. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, they wear down. And so... One of us threw that on top and was like, oh, that's, we love it. That's great. It's perfect. And so we just went from that. And so it, the reason why I really like it, and I, I think that um, producers like it, is because it represents their life. It represents them. And so I actually had um, one producer who bought a bag for me, lives here in LA. Um, he said that like, he, when he was traveling, he was like, I, I booked studio sessions. Because people are like, oh, you make music, so it's something identifying, and I think it's, um, um, I think it's cool in a sense too, because a lot of times producers, not even a lot of times, most times producers don't get um, any recognition, which is insane, because you can't do nothing without a beat, and I, <laughs> as an ex cheerleader, <laughs> that's what we're all about—the mm-hmm. beat. <laughs> And that's why I like a lot of, you know, there's a lot of junk music because there's a dope beat behind it. Yeah. If they, if they just, you know, put some uh, Sesame street garbage under it, or you know, even Sesame street <laughs> is great. Honestly, I used to sing to Sesame street. So that's the yeah. wrong analogy, but if they just put some, you know, garbage under it, it wouldn't sell. So um, I think that, yeah, that's, I don't think we're going to change that. That's what. No, no, no. Yeah, although I mean. I, we, we did have some people be like, now people know what's in the bag. You're going to get robbed. <laughs> like, well, shit.
1: I mean, you don't have to have a fancy bag to get robbed. I mean, shit, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it.
0: That too, right? But plus, I mean, just because that has that on it, it could be diapers in the bag. Like, you don't know what's in the bag? Yeah. It could be anything.
1: okay okay you can take my bag it's a
0: gun motherfucker
1: (laughs) yeah you don't know what's in the bag i'll show you what's in the bag
0: (laughs) yeah so i haven't gotten any feedback on that as far as people not liking it
1: oh no no i i enjoy it i just i thought it was i was like ooh, i can play with it and i was like no it's just a logo
0: (laughs) you can still you can i can
1: pretend i can can
0: practice finger drumming because i will say this um, there are days in the house when um, when my boyfriend would get a new drum machine and he would get up and just for like two hours every morning just Practicing. practice makes perfect right or Word. improves proves the skill so you can practice on it it's almost like you know those fake drums not yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. would yeah I have yeah, I got you yeah,
1: I got one of those, and I. Yeah, I used to play percussion, percussion in a uh, uh, middle school.
0: Oh yeah. And
1: I was on the snare and all that shit.
0: See if I if I when I come back, I'm gonna be a percussionist. Word. Next life.
1: <laughs> oh, you, when you come back, come back. All right, I thought you was like when you come back, come back uh, on the show. Next life. Well, shit, the next time you come on the show, it could be your next life or whatever. And I can, you. What are you gonna be then? Are We gonna be, L. L. I. Dan or Dan?
0: No, never that. <laughs> so like,
1: um, I see the picture here from uh 2014. Is is this the studio? Is this the place where you are now? Or
0: is it like up? It's upstairs, downstairs. Yes. That's where it all started. That's the first place where, um, I was cutting and sewing bags mm-hmm. that's in Yonkers. 92, 92 main street, not there anymore. So Met a lot of artists in that building.
1: Now, since that is a, uh, we talk about the cross promotions and everything with a uh, different artists and whatnot. And you know, this bag is catered to that genre. Um, is there anything planned coming up for like more of these crossovers, like with more artists like Sir John Lee, and just other producers, or just anything else like that?
0: So planned, I'd say, not set in stone. Mm-hmm. Um, it planned in my mind, definitely. Um, different artists. Like after I did the one with Sir John, um, KVR, a producer. His name, his real name is Kevin. Um, he approached me and he sent me his music. Because the thing is, is like um, I got Like anything else, you know, if I go shopping, I gotta like the shoes. You know what I mean? So I want to cross promote, but it also has to align with myself and the brand. Um, what I like about uh, Sir John is that he's so artistic. Like it's not just the beat it's also the words and then it's also the merch it's like it's a complete package and and i just feel like that makes him an artist and not a musician and i just gravitate towards that i i I just have full appreciation for that because because i do Um, (laughs) so the same thing with kevin uh or kvr he was the same way and um for music, it's very important to me the messages um, and in the beat. And so um, I just like how it doesn't have to be conscious rap, but it just has to make you think. It has to make you, you know, make you feel something. Um, and so that's how those two went. I haven't made any connections with anyone else, but um, I'm open. Um, I definitely, there's a lot of musicians that I have run to, run, into in my life that i would like to just sit down and interview as well so um i'm not sure if it's my little dog joy i'm not Somebody sure if was i was
1: clapping i was like you got an audience in there
0: <laughs> let me take her she's got a little thing on her head because she's messed her paw up um but i'm not sure if i want to do like podcasts or just the little interviews Say, I was, hey, I was, hey puppy hey um but definitely, um yeah. I just want to, because you never, you ever meet someone and you see the art that they do, but you also just want to sit down and get in their brain all,
1: all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, I would love. I might have to pick your brain about this.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I was listening to you speak just now. I mean, you you hit the the key word I was looking for: podcast, because um scrolling through because, you know, I got to lurk, you know, have some stuff to talk about when you come here. I seen you doing a couple of um, live videos with other people and everything. Mm-hmm. And that was going to be one of my questions. Have you ever thought about doing a podcast? Because what of what you just said. So, I mean, it's rolling around up there. So, I mean, wh- wh- when we going to pull the trigger? <laughs> I
0: just need to lay it all out. You know how you, uh yeah, I just, one, I just need to lay it all out. And then I also need to do what – um I encourage other artists to do is just do it. Just like um, I follow Gary Vee. And I, I think I think he's just great with what he encourages people. Like, especially as far as content, like put it out, put it out. It doesn't matter. It might it might be because we we will think it away. You know what I mean? Well, like, oh, I don't have this done. I don't have that done. And um, and you'll never have it done versus if you at least put it out, then you can make the corrections and, and improvements. Yeah, So it's just getting out of that, getting out of my own way and and getting into that space of action.
1: Yeah. And then um, even even though we were talking about having a tough skin and how everybody like to, you know, throw daggers at things. I mean, it's still an audience that's watching and giving some kind of criticism. That way you can kind of go with lean against it or kind of, you know, maneuver around it and whatnot. So, I mean, yeah. It's trial and error. Pretty much,
0: yeah. And I feel like if I just get out there, because I'm sure I'm wondering if this happened with you. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of criticism, but you it almost like makes makes it trains you. Mm -hmm. You know, so you get the negative, and then like immediately like, "Ah," and then you get the negative next time, and you're like, you know what? Yeah. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Because for me personally, it's more like I'm doing this for me. You know, this is something that I want to do. And um, for a time when I first started, I was like, yeah, I'm going to start a podcast today. And then tomorrow, everybody going to hear it. And I'm going to get all kinds of sponsors and everything. And I'm going to be rolling in the goddamn dough, I'm be just like Joe Rogan and Kevin Smith and all that. All right. And I, not- you know, I was like getting to talk to the people and everything. Because this podcast has been an awakening for me because for 16 years in the military, I was – Only to be this one type of way, which was kind of contradictory to my personality. You know, I'm a silly person. I just do wild shit just because. But Mm -hmm. I'm in the military, which that is kind of frowned upon. So I got to work within the system. (laughs) And then when I got out and started doing this podcast and everything, it was just like, it's finding me again. It's like who I was before then and who I am going to be after this point. Okay. So I just do it for me because... You know, I like it. <laughs>
0: yeah. And yeah. then,
1: you know, I haven't really got somebody to be like, oh, your shit sucks or anything like that. Because one, if I did get anything like that, it would be a part of the show when I'd be laughing my ass off. And I would just ignore it and move the <laughs> hell on. Because, I mean, that, that's just how I am. It's just... It's no, real, well, like, you made
0: is. a good point. If you're doing it for you, it doesn't matter when people say, because you're like, oops, oh, all right.
1: Yeah. And also, by doing it, you... Figure out if you like it or not, because yeah. you got to do it to figure that out or not. Because, I mean, it's like ice cream or Brussels sprouts or something. I mean, you got to try them shits to figure out if you like them or not. And if you like them, you'll continue to eat them. And if not, you just never eat them again. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. So you get in the podcast and you try it out for a little bit or even just do recordings by yourself. Don't even put them out. Just do them for you so you can kind of listen to them. And then you know, get used to your voice being recorded or hearing your voice being broadcasted and just get a feel for it, get a, get the flow. And if it's something you just really don't feel like I do this, I put out an episode every week. Okay. And then, you know, I get bookings like from you and just other people, whatever. And I just, I make my schedule. I do all my recordings and I sit there, I edit them all and I put them out one week after another. Now, if you don't, feel that process if you don't like that I mean maybe this is not for you but if you can kind of cope with it and you just get through it so you can get to the people because that's what I'm doing it's like uh all this is is like extra shit but this is what I want to do right now do what we're doing now talk to you and just you know pick each other's brain and bounce ideas and shit like that that's what I like and if I have to do all that other stuff
0: But it must not be too bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I can deal with that to get to this. (laughs) Right. But if you can't can't handle none of that shit, just like, fuck it, just do something else.
0: (laughs) Well, the interesting thing about the, um, starting the company and doing the bag is that I realized that I actually like editing and taking photos and like, you know, doing the creative part of the content. Um, but I am also hard headed. So sometimes when stuff starts feeling like a job,
1: yeah. then I'm uh,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, I have those moments as well. It's just, um, I, I get a, a pile of episodes and everything that I know I got to edit. But I also, I just got this PS5 and all this stuff. You I wanna know what? Yeah, I want to play video games. And they're like, oh, man, I got to do work.
0: And it's the holidays. Right.
1: But as soon as the microphone come on, as soon as the recorder come up, I'm like, hey, it's part of time.
0: So what is it about this PS5?
1: I don't know. I, I'm just, I've been in the games for as long as I can remember. And it's just part of that thing. It's just like, it's the new joint. So I got to get rid of the old one and get a new one.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> My bag is wearing out, so I got to get a new one. I got to make another one.
0: No, I have to look at the sizes, but the other ps fits in the sound bag. Yeah, it
1: does. I mean, it's a, a slim profile and everything. And it, yeah, you're right. Because I mean, I'm picturing it in my mind and it it looked like it just
0: whoop, yep, right in. in your games when you so when you take the wife to Jamaica and, and just in case she goes to get her massage or whatever, you got your PS <laughs> I,
1: I Well, I know for, for sure this big bitch ain't going in
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's pretty big.
1: Oh yeah, it, it's, oh, okay. it's awkwardly shaped too. So yeah. like you know the PlayStation Four is just kind of like yeah, it was very uh, a slim, sleek thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I took pictures of it, but if you stand them up long ways, like vertically, the freaking PlayStation Five is like maybe two inches taller than the oh, other one.
0: So don't want you to take
1: it nowhere. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> the freaking uh Xbox, the new one, that one looked like a little subwoofer and everything. It's just like a big cube yeah
0: that one's yeah that one could fit but it was a snipe it was a tight snug yeah
1: yeah you probably have to put the little the little partition joint out or does it pull out yeah or does, yes you have to put that little partition joint out of there it'll be you know if you eat too much ice cream and brussels sprouts you know you get that little <laughs> snug it'll be like that
0: be a little I, snug
1: i don't know why i was brought up ice cream and brussels sprouts
0: is somebody pregnant in
1: the house? No, no, no. <laughs>
0: like some pregnant cravens. I don't know,
1: it's a, it's, it's, if, if any kind of baby, it'll be a food baby because I'll go eat some ice cream and some Brussels sprouts.
0: <laughs> that is a weird pairing. I
1: don't know. I just, I like Brussels sprouts and I like ice cream, but I'm not talking about putting them together. Maybe I eat the Brussels sprouts so I can have some ice cream. That ice cream would be my reward for eating the Brussels sprouts. <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, it's just, it's just a, sprinkle some brussels sprouts on your ice cream like toppings uh, uh, no so um <laughs> let's, let's brush past that 2014 that was the beginning you got the shop and everything that's where you are in the bags and everything but july of 2016 was around launch time right what was that two year span like or what was going on during that time
0: that was me developing the bag so like 14 through yeah just getting the development um then getting the sourcing Mm. and the manufacturing and then uh 2016 of april i moved here so as soon as i moved here i had every pretty much everything i just needed the manufacturing part linked up with my buddy in china and then we did the order and as soon as the order came in we launched.
1: Cool. So, I mean, is that better for you shipping wise being on the, um, in Cali? Yeah. Yeah, cause it's, yeah, it was easy to pew, plane.
0: <laughs> but I, what I do is I bulk order and then they're like in the house or in the garage. Like, yeah, I had a whole bedroom full of bags.
1: Word, you just.
0: I ship them out. I write a note for everyone.
1: <laughs> just sitting on the couch, eating on them.
0: <laughs> Air print, yeah. So, and yeah, and I did like built the website and stuff in that time and kind of got everything ready for the launch.
1: Work And I see all the different array of colors and patterns and everything. And what was the inspiration behind that? It was, that was just recommendations given to you or it was just like, I like this fabric. Let's put it on there.
0: Um, for, well, when it first launched, it was just black and the green camo. And um, around 2014, I think is when, maybe 2014, 2015 is when camo hit the market. And so I knew that it would be around for a while. Um, it was. I just felt like it was gonna be, I don't, you being a guy, I don't know if you remember this, but there was um, a time about 2012, 20, yeah, or whatever, early 20 teens, um, where they had spikes on everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember that? So mm-hmm. there's always this thing in fashion where people have to, uh, they gravitate towards something that makes them feel edgy. Mm-hmm. So we had worn out the spikes and then camo popped up. Mm-hmm. And if you look at dur- during through the times, like even the Vietnam War, more people started wearing uh, camo uh, back then. Um, um, it's, it's popped up every so many years. And so uh, it popped up as the spikes was going out. And I was like, this is going to be around for a minute. And then they're going to remix it. You know, they're going to do like the blue camels and then put a splash of uh, something else on there. So that's kind of what drove me to that. I mean, of course, I liked it. But um, and then I felt like it was something that in fashion that men would gravitate towards. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I used to have a thing about camo cause I was in the military and that's what I wore every day. And you know, I just like to see somebody out and out and about just with any kind of camouflage, everything. I was like, you disgust me, <laughs> you know, cause I was like, this is what I do. This is my job. And you just walk around all willy nilly at Burger King with your camouflage on. on,
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But then I got out and I got a camouflage hat, and I was like, all right, this ain't too bad. <laughs> so like, no, cause I have cause I seen, um, cause I sell merchandise on my website. And um the place, the manufacturer that makes the hats, they had a camouflage pattern, and I was like, "My shit looks dope in camouflage." And I was like, "I wear my shit in camouflage. I won't wear nobody other shit, but okay. <laughs> I wear my shit in
0: camouflage." <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of where it came from. The second batch, I added the blue in the the blue, the gray, and the per like burgundy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Now I, I've seen the freaking. um the blue, orange, and white combination. That, that I like that.
0: Thank you. Now that one I made. Um, that was one of the one of the first ones I made um, by hand. But the it, it takes so much to make them um, that like I after I sold that one, someone asked me to make another one I us. Like mm, damn it. <laughs> I'd have to make it so expensive you won't want it.
1: Yeah. Now now um, I hear you say you 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 sewing them by hand or whatever now. As cool as the bag looks, it is an awkward shape and everything. And I just like—I have very minimal sewing skills and whatnot. So I mean, what, I mean, you got like a, a mold that you stick around that thing. And you just how, how are you doing oh, this? It's
0: just—it's just, about how you cut the fabric and then put it back together. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just like, my mind was like, this is cool, but how the fuck did she make this?
0: <laughs> it was. It was a little difficult.
1: <laughs> yeah, just just a little bit for you, because I mean, you got to you got the hands and stuff. You can do yeah. the things. I just like, nah. <laughs>
0: the, the very first bag we didn't have. We did the pads, but what I would do was cover the pads in leather. Oh, okay. And then sew it on, which was a whole nother. Like I'm gluing leather on the pad. It was just. Too it much. was a lot. To do. <laughs> yeah. This is a lot to do. It's crazy to look back on it like <laughs> I did that it,
1: shit. I mean, yeah, it, it is here. You know, it's just like it's a physical thing. It's not up here anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, uh, I think you had an artist compilation on there. He did some, um, he or she, I don't know, it was ha- last name Harris or whatever. Did Harris? the monster design or whatever. Oh,
0: yeah, Alaphia Harris. She is. There you um, go. Lives in, uh, Glendale. I, was,
1: I, I was trying to put the Harris out there so you could put the front end. Cause you know, me and the names, we talked about this Yes, Alafia. All right.
0: Alafia Harris. She lives in Glendale, California. She's from the Los Angeles area. She's a, a painter. She's an abstract artist. Um, and we had connected cause we met at a beat battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually there was a, beat showcase of producers that I wasn't able to go to but I sponsored with the with the bag for the winner and her husband won the bag okay so that was the initial connection I don't,
1: I don't know that sounds sounds rigged
0: <laughs> no this was before this was before I even met her mm-hmm. so that, I think that that's it's, it was more divine so mm-hmm. husband wins the bag then we go to another event and I had a table set up with the bags and he was like, oh, I won your bag, you know, I want to meet oh. you. And so we started and he was like, this is my wife. And I was like, so we were talking about something and I was like, you know, I was looking for a painter cause I was thinking it'd be cool to put some art on some of these bags. And she was like, oh, I paint. And then that's kind of how the conversation started. So um, I went to, this is so funny because I don't know, some people say Nam and some people say Nam. But the National Association of Music um, Merchandising, I think that's what it stands for. It's every January in at Anaheim. It's a big music event. So, anyway, we met one of the um, uh, people from Monster, and they were like, send us a bag. So, I got her to um, put the Monster logo on there, and we send them the bag.
1: Yeah, that, that should look good.
0: And that was actually the the video is the music is actually her husband's beat.
1: Word.
0: Yeah. So it all just came together because I was I felt like that was a dope ass beat. He sent me a bunch of beats and I was like, that's the one because it sounded like a monster ass beat. It's like the horns come in. It's da 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 da. It just seemed epic. So I was like, that's the one. <laughs> so that was a, that was a fun collaboration. Yeah.
1: You plan on doing more of those? Because I I thought that's that's pretty good. I like that.
0: We did a whole, like we did, um, cause I did
1: seen a, the ones with like the splash on the, on the purple one and everything. And I've seen, yeah, so those she, other did ones.
0: Those, she did those and we did a, um, I don't even know what I called it. We did a, basically like a art show, mm-hmm. um, showcasing the different ones. And we put those on sale and, um, and showcased her art on the walls at the gallery. um, Look, I'm open. I think that um we worked together a couple more times on some things and then just kind of went our separate ways. But I'm always open to new artists and and um and just kind of thinking outside the box. I think that's why I really enjoyed that um idea with her. Cause we found like and everything just I'm about like putting the idea out there and then let's see where all the things fall into place so me and her talked about it the next week I was driving around I saw this gallery I went in and I was like oh you know do you ever rent this place out and she was like no but we're moving and we got to be out by the end of the month so if you want to do it so they had moved everything out so the gallery was clear for us so you know it all just kind of then they wanted to um, they had these like stands where they put art on. and They were like, we don't need these, we're going to get rid of them. And we're like, No, we want them. So then we just sat the bags on there. So they were like art pieces. It, it was perfect. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely open to more collaborations. Um, I want to showcase more of other people's art. And because the bag is great. I love it. Um, the pan, you know, we got whatever we want to call this (laughs) going on in the world.
1: Yeah,
0: it's affecting it's affecting business. And I'm not um, I still have inventory, but I'm not sure about doing any more business abroad.
1: Yeah, I understand
0: this point. Um, And I just feel like we built a nice little platform where we could showcase artists. So um, some some things that I've been working on is more so like Making it um, a, a place where we show, showcase music, art, and fashion and upcoming artists or just people. They don't even have to be up and coming, just someone that's doing something different doing
1: than good music.
0: <laughs> yeah. Music or art or fashion. Because to me, that's the culture. Like the music culture, you know, if we take it back to the 90s, the 80s, even like the 70s, you know, music culture always incorporated fashion. That was a whole, that was a whole part of it you know when you we watched soul train and al green was on there them outfits
1: (laughs) (laughs) and that hair just
0: (laughs) well that's why sometimes i'm like the way that the current musical generation because you know it, it i feel like the age range is so it's i'll say the current musical generation meaning anyone that's into the music now right now are so hard on these young kids about wearing skirts and dresses and Al Green had on a man bag and some hot pants on Soul Train. We,
1: we we I guess we forgetting about Prince, right?
0: <laughs> Prince had his booty out.
1: <laughs> yes. Like James, Collins all the more.
0: So it's like and we never we never like just dismissed them as men or artists. It's it's strange to me. So anyway, I don't even know how I got there. Oh, because I want to showcase people doing different things. So yes, music is always, I feel like music is going to be the major showcase and then um, fashion and art. And I like there's, well, I don't want I talk to Sir John about some, because it, and now you have to think about like with social distancing, how if you're going to do an event, what that looks like, yeah. or- You know are we gonna have to create visual art in a different way
1: yeah
0: present it in a different way so that can actually be pretty fun and interesting um that's one of my my one of my things um, i'm an aries i'm into astrology so i'm gonna bring it up um what aries hey so you understand but so then you also understand we start stuff and don't finish a lot. of. Yeah, stuff. that's, that's,
1: <laughs> mm, this is why this is a thing. This we, is... Got
0: great, we got great ideas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: We are idea people. So, um, you know, I like trying to figure out how to, you know, fit something into a place it's never been, or, you know, yeah, I just, I'm like, I'm, I, I like to try to figure out new things. So I, I would like to figure out how we could um definitely showcase and um kind of do some sort of visual art. So I
1: might, so I might have a little something for you. I mean okay. you what what's been happening here now I figured that it we be akin now. So yeah. um,
0: wait, when's your birthday?
1: March twenty ninth.
0: Oh, you're March. I'm the third. Okay. Harry, April third. April third.
1: Word. So what I was thinking while you was talking or whatever, I was going to say some stuff,
0: mm-hmm. I was thinking,
1: you said it. So, I mean, we, we're on the same wavelength for, for a bit. Um, the music and the uh, the art and, the, you know, your accessories, your bags and everything. I'm thinking, you know, with the world as of current now, let's just say we get, um, you know, one DJ there in a place, And, uh, you know, you you figure out the distance and thing or whatnot or the minimum or the maximum that you can put in a place. And you can get artists from everywhere, you know, wherever part of the globe or city or whatever you want to do. Like a projector or some kind of video screen or whatever. And they just come in from their own location and do like their set. And it's projected in front of the crowd in front of you or whatever. And then you can even go if you have some like some. Art there? You can have the art there set up in the room, and yeah, you got physical visuals, and you got visuals on the screen. You got the music surrounding you, the bags, the stuff. I don't know, just making any sense? But I'm just
0: kind of it is. It is. I'm I'm seeing interact some interactiveness but then like different stages of the flow. So like you said, like art and then the music, and um, yeah. I gotta sit down and I and like. Put some thoughts out. But I i mean, it's easy, probably easier to do here in California because we have so much outdoor, the weather's nice, and there's mm-hmm. like a lot of indoor, outdoor spaces.
1: Cali was, uh, a pl- Cali was the place that I learned I can get sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, I mean, you know, I'm,
0: yeah. I was like,
1: man, you black man, you don't get no sunburn or whatever.
0: Hey, you out there too long. Yeah, you got to flip. Yeah. <laughs> You have to flip. I'm a beach girl. You got to know. All right. 20 minutes.
1: Turn. That's your bake time. All right. 20 minutes.
0: 20 minutes turnover.
1: Yeah. I was just like, man, it feel good out here. It's like 70 something. I was like, cool. Went up there and started doing work. Came back to the room. Man, my head itch. Ah, what is this?
0: (laughs) Especially the head. Yeah. You got to put some sunblock on that. Mm -hmm.
1: I know better now. I know better now. I've learned my lesson. And it are never happened again. <laughs>
0: oh, where, are you in Houston? Are you in yes. Texas?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. But okay. Yeah, the, the Cali stuff. I, I went when I joined the military. That's why I went to boot camp and did most of my um, basic training there in California. Okay. And then um, when I was in middle school or whatever, I spent some summers out there because my sister, when she was married to a military man, he was stationed out there at, around Barstow and Fort Irwin and all that. So I went out there for a couple summers.
0: Okay.
1: So I'm familiar with it. But I'm
0: thinking
1: like Texas sun will bake you. Oh, well, see, this is this is the thing though. This is the thing though. I'm not a native Texan. I I just I just retired here. I'm from next door, Louisiana, which is equally hot, but um global warming. So when we when we were young, when we were kids, we stay outside all day. It doesn't fucking matter. I mean, I never got sunburned as a kid or nothing like that. But now that I'm older and I've been around the world, I was like, this shit is some different kind of hot. And then now that I'm here in Texas, you say it's hot, it's humid, and all this other crap. Well, I'm an adult now, a retired mm-hmm. adult. I don't have to go outside. I'll be in the house all goddamn day. And my job allows me to stay inside, too, so I don't give a fuck how hot it is outside.
0: You wait till the afternoon anyway, huh? Hell, <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Sit right there on that porch when the, when the sun is going down. I was like, yep. Get my cu- cup of wine. <laughs> Watch the sun go down.
0: That's a different
1: kind of hot. Oh, you telling me? You telling me it's not Iraq hot?
0: <laughs> really? What's Iraq hot?
1: Like hundred and twenty-something degrees. <laughs> and then it's all sand and shit. Only
0: in the summer, or like all like it's hot like that all the time.
1: It's not it winter. I've been there during winter. It get, it gets cold, but like it's only at night. Okay. no It's just like it'll be hot during the day, and then as soon as like the sun will go down because there's nothing out there. I mean, there's nothing for the wind to go around and get blocked by trees and nothing like that. It's just, it cut through you. It's just freaking chilly out there. But I, I deployed four times, three times to Iraq, one time to Afghanistan. And the one time that I went to Iraq, and it happened to be during the summer months, uh-huh. never again, Oh my never god! never again. I, if I had anything to do with it, because a lot of the times you don't, I was like, if I have to go on a deployment, you I'm sorry, baby, but I'm going during the holiday months. <laughs> I'm going through like this uh, freaking September, October, November, December, January. Cause it's cool. It's cool. tolerable, you know. Oh,
0: thank you for your service. Yeah. Uh
1: yeah. thank you for your support. <laughs> I didn't I never knew what to say when people would say would say that. But my pop put me on game. He formed the military. He was just like, Thank you for your support. I was like, that's cool. I'm gonna steal that. <laughs> But yeah, always during those uh, holiday months. It sucked being away from the family, but it, you know, it kept me like from dying a, a horrible heat, <laughs> miserable death. <laughs> but yes, so I mean, we got a lot of things going on. We got the bags popping, we got future ideas for music infused with art and yeah. things and stuff. And I hope we have cups of wine and cheese there too, even though I can't have cheese because I'm lactose intolerant. But
0: definitely be wine or some Prosecco,
1: <laughs> you even got boy. I tell you, I bet you drink your wine with your pinky out.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> that's no. not
1: a confident I, I, I no.
0: This is fancy as fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is one I paid $12 for. For it, like, I only wanted the glass, I didn't even want the beer. It's from a brewery okay. out here, okay, and it's like you throw a rock in the air and it'll hit five breweries on the way down. But damn, I don't drink beer, but I wanted the cup.
0: Is that red or that's white wine?
1: Uh, White wine. Yes. Yeah. I I didn't want the beer. I just wanted the cup and I had to buy the beer to get the cup. So I I, I bit the bullet that day. (laughs) But I I also seen that you have like little accessory bags and tote bags and everything. Those are pretty cool too. Um, If we, we go, go into-
0: just for anybody listening, we are doing Black Friday, so uh, there will be some sales. Word. So tune in. Pretty please. <laughs> www.soundbag.com.
1: Yeah. And tell them-
0: N. There is no D. So yeah. you wanna-
1: <laughs> there you go. I was about to say, you're going to have to tell them about that because, I mean, it's just like Sir John Lee. You think is an H in there. There's no H. You he- right. took the H out for savings.
0: Well,. <laughs> Truth be told in the late, I think it's somewhere around the 13th century was when the word sound was, uh, it went from sonist. Mm-hmm. first word was sonist. Then they started using the word sound. Mm-hmm. And when they began using the word sound, there was no D. Mm-hmm. It, was it, it was after the 13th century where they started adding the D to words that had uh, like O-N and A-N they would add the deed to those words. So originally um, I like history to a certain extent. <laughs> um, and I, and I, I, like it. I love words. I just I, like, I see a word, I'm going to look it up. I'm, and so, and I like the origin of words and just the f- phonetics of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I saw that, I was like, okay, that's kind of, that's pretty cool. So.
1: I'm trying to corner the market on randomicity. Cause it is a word. <laughs>
0: Is it
1: really? Yes, I looked it up. I I thought I made it up. We was uh, in here bullshitting on the podcast, and I was like, yeah, you got to have that randomnicity, you know? You just got to be unpredictable and whatnot. And I was like, man, that sounds good. I'm going to have to use that. And I looked it up. I was like, yep, it is a word. See? Random. Now,
0: I would think that
1: randomnicity is (laughs) randomness. It random. It is, I see. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Randomness. (laughs)
0: Randomness.
1: <laughs> yes, it's just a whole bunch of shenanigans. That's what it is. That's my word, too, shenanigans. <laughs> I like but yeah, so I, I, I was about to say something about the words. I say it, it had to be a guy that put the D on the end because we, we all about id and everything, yeah, right?
0: And the D. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Think <laughs> about ourselves. Not.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but man, uh, so. We got the bags popping and everything like that. I was going to ask if you had like anything else up your sleeve that you're willing to divulge or it's just still in the, in, the, uh, no, in the vault.
0: like I said, I'm just, I, I'm really, whenever anyone asks, I'm like, I, I think we're moving towards a, like the new, lo- we just did a new logo and under it, um, I put, what is it? Music culture. hmm yeah, I should know, right? <laughs> like, what does it say? Um, so, and, and and so that's. I think we're just gonna keep focusing on that, the m- music culture and like different stuff. I, my my love of music. I mean, I grew up in, in LA in the '90s, so I'm a hip hop head. I'm a West Coast head. Um, you know, I'm I'm Pac over Biggie. Sorry, y'all. I mean, I love Biggie, mm-hmm. but. I think it was, it was more of a, because to me, Pac was a full artist, you know what I mean? Like, and I, and that's just what I'm drawn to people. Like I, I, when people are multitasking and doing stuff, I'm like, I'm, I'm in awe. So, um, but uh, yeah, I just, I feel like that would be really fun and interesting to do. And um, at this point, I, I mean, I don't, think it's the apocalypse even though it feels like it i just feel like (laughs) then i might as well be doing something that is interesting and that i enjoy and and just like helping other people get their art and work out and be encouraged um we just don't encourage each other enough i don't think everybody's got something negative to say yeah Um, yeah i mean catch me on the wrong day i'm not perfect catch me on the wrong day. I'm like, eh, eh. <laughs> so I'm like, but when I have, when I'm working with other people and I'm not in the best mood and I, and I'm like, okay, let me go over here and do this. It makes me feel better helping someone out get yeah. me out of my mess and, um, makes you realize things are bigger than you. And like, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's a better place for me to spend my time. Or
1: I fully concur. Well, our time has elapsed. And um, before we go, let everybody know where they can find you on social media and what you got going on and whatnot. I know you kind of plugged the website, but tell them again. Yes. And all the other stuff. All
0: right. So I'm Danielle Smith from Soundbag. And on IG, we are sound, S-O-U-N dot B-A-G. And on Twitter, Facebook, we are soundbag at soundbag no dot and um, we also have a youtube channel that um, i should be updating soon it it, right now it has like a um, bunch of our old commercials and stuff but we'll be i'll be putting the interviews on there and just doing just some i don't know whatever i feel like
1: (laughs) some random stuff can we
0: random stuff i got some skates and i think i'm gonna start skating to the music that i like yep well
1: and as it is with every guest that has been on the Random Rounds with Rob podcast, the door is always open for you to come back to promote your next big thing or just to come shoot the shit.
0: Okay, well, thank you. I'll take you up on that. I might come shoot shit about some random random shit.
1: Word, do you like? Do you <laughs> like wrestling?
0: <laughs> I don't.
1: Okay, well, never mind. We won't talk about that.
0: <laughs> I have a new love for guns. Ooh,
1: I'm 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 starting a collection.
0: I just got a 17. Ooh, okay, okay. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: If you want to see some fun things that are done with guns, I I would suggest that you look up Black Rambo on Instagram. Okay. Yes, that that was a former service mate of mine, and uh, he got out of the military, pursued a career in rapping, and then he started collecting a whole bunch of guns, and he just stopped rapping and started doing the stuff with the guns.
0: (laughs) I wonder if you could use the bag...
1: Pick, oh, word, because I mean you got the um, the little the little sleeve joint up in it. You can kind of fold it and you can slide the gun in there like the little pocket. Yeah, see, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or
0: make another sleeve with the little
1: slide. Sli- um. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Just throw, throw your TM out there, right? TM, TM, TM. Uh, uh sound bags. <laughs> sound bag. There you go. <laughs>
0: yes, TM soundbag That's my. Shit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, here we go. We got audio and video proof. It's hers. She thought of it. It's here. Copyrighted. Stamp.
0: Stamp. <laughs>